Hi, I'm Margaret Cho. You're listening to Monsters of Talk. I'm here with my co-host. Hey, I'm Jim Short. And we have a very special guest today, Jim. I'm here. We're at the Improv in Irvine, and we're about to go on stage. But uh, our lovely friend, amazing, amazing, beautiful woman, Kelly Shibari, is here. I am. I'm so excited to I'm see so you. I'm so excited to see you. I'm really glad Very that cool. you came, and I think it'll be a fun show. Did you guys get, where, how, do you know where you're sitting yet? I do not know. Okay. We'll find out. Hopefully we're, yeah. you're close, but I mean, it's like, I think, um, you know, I just wanted to get like a quick moment with you and then we could just like talk and then we'll talk after the show yeah. for longer. And then she brought us a wonderful, wonderful um, uh, issue of form. I bet these are selling out. They have been selling out everywhere. So it's kind of funny. Everybody, you know, all the traditional places like Barnes & Noble and the Hustler store, they've all been selling out. And so I've been getting messages on Facebook saying, it's at Fry's Electronics. Like, it's a fries. They have it at fries. I was like, really? Oh, the geeks. Got it. <laughs> well, that's that's who yeah. that's who would be. I mean, everybody would be interested in it. But this is really great. I mean, I think this is the first time I've ever seen an Asian woman on there. Yeah, it's not. It's not right. Too? I think so. I think they maybe like in the nineties. Maybe they had like Asia Carrera or somebody on there. But, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, definitely Asia. And then the plus size thing. That's <gasps> which to me doesn't really exactly the plus size thing doesn't make sense because to me you're just beautiful. Thank you. So I'm not sure. Like, well, my friend Laura's here with me, and she's been. I, she, I've been. She, you keep calling me the incredibly shrinking Kelly because I've gone down like inadvertently mm -hmm. since last fall, like, mm -hmm. with, and not really trying. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you look great no matter what. But it's not even like I think maybe. Um, I don't know. Like I always think, like that sort of a weird kind of category is as you know. It's, it's I'm I'm fat for Asian. Me too. Which yeah, that's that's it. That's true. Like fat for white chicks or right. Or fat for black chicks. Like right. Fat for for Asian is like a completely different category. It's such a weird thing. Yeah. And growing up in Japan, because I was there until I was sixteen, like I was not much bigger than I am now, but mm -hmm. I was the fat chick. Yeah. 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 Me too. Like so I'm always bullied like, for that. Ever for since sure. I was a kid until me too. High school, and then I came out here for college, and I was like, wow, I'm not the biggest girl. What the hell? Right. <laughs> so. But it's very, um, there's like um, that growing movement of like, they had like the chubby, what is it, the chubby cafe? And there's like now, there's a culture that's kind of related a little bit to like the cosplay thing. And they have all these like girls who like really celebrate that, the you know? Thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, in Japan, it, there's like a whole category of porn that's pochari porn, which is all the chubby girls. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they're always, they're always smaller, smaller than. Uh, they're me right exactly anyway. and they're also like probably shorter than us too they're yeah too. So, yeah yeah but it's very um yeah it's very encouraging and exciting to see you on here and i think that what it is is like i think i tried to explain this to you too that and i want to reiterate it about how like when you see somebody that looks like you but is so beautiful and that's like the butt is like oh my god i must be beautiful too right well the funny thing is we're about the same age. Mm -hmm. We're like maybe two, three years different. Um, growing up in college and going going to college like in the 90s, that's all I got is, oh my God, you look like Margaret Cho. Yeah. So I've gotten that for decades. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm kind of like, oh, it's like a mirror. It's like a mirror. <laughs> I mean, and it's my amazing. explanation was like, well, I'm Japanese, Irish, and she's Korean, so we're not the same person, but thanks. Yeah. Like, very cool. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. It's really cool. But I, do, I think you're so beautiful, and I'm so excited to. Likewise, hi. You're gorgeous, and that that what is great is that makes me think, oh my god, I must think that I'm beautiful too, and it's that I evil twinsies. Yeah. <laughs> 
but I didn't know. Like, it's so weird how you kind of put all these meanings and baggage on your own beauty. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But when you see somebody that looks like you that's beautiful, you can't deny it anymore. Maybe that's me too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I used powerful. to get that when people were like, oh, you look like Margaret Cho. And I was like, because huh, I think Margaret Cho is awesome. So, yeah. Yay. So, like, yeah, it was very mutual self-esteem. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think you're awesome. I think we're going to have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna, when we're going to take a break, I'm going to get her a seat. Okay. And then um, we'll come back for much more with the beautiful Kelly Shibari. Yay. So we're back with Kelly Shibari. I'm, I'm so glad that you came to the show. It's such a great show. I had so much fun. Thank you. Do people out there think you were me? I think because I was all the way in the back and they were all facing you, like, there wasn't any of that. <laughs> but, but the guy who kept bringing me my the drink kept, like, doing, like, one of these, like, yeah. back and forth between me and the stage. So, yeah. I don't know if they thought we were sisters or something. That's so cool. Yeah. That's fun. <laughs> I'm glad that you were here. Now, do you live in um, L.A.? or do. Do, You do? Yeah. So, But you also live in Las Vegas? My dad lives in Vegas. Oh, like, okay. They, he and my mom retired back in, like, 99 and moved from Japan, mm-hmm. moved from Tokyo to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Because they're lazy entertainers. Ah. Like it was either going to be Phoenix or Vegas, and they decided on Vegas because they could pick up like their friends from the airport and like, yeah. drop them off at the strip and go oh, yeah. pick you up in two days. So. <laughs> Do they gamble? No. Mm-mm. That my family, um, a lot of my family are blackjack dealers in Reno, oh. and then so our family like we're never gambled because they're just like we know that nobody ever wins. I think maybe the first year that they lived in Vegas, they would go down and play slots. And my mom was like weird like magnetic energy like she'd go and every time she'd put in like 10 bucks she'd win like 200 dollars. so my dad was like we're gonna go gambling but like after the first year they got really bored of all the crowds mm-hmm. and so they just ended up staying at home and so what do they um say about your work and what like what you're doing so um i used to be a roadie and then a production designer in mainstream film and then in 2007 there was that big writer strike yeah yeah all the work dried up yeah so a friend of mine who was a weapons wrangler, like he does all the like fake guns and stuff, he, he and his girlfriend worked in porn on the side. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, they were like, hey, you should try porn. And like my first response was, there's no fat girls in porn. Because like all the porn I've seen up until then were like skinny girls, like Vivid and like mm-hmm. Wicked and like all those main companies. Like, because you, you only see the porn that you get to see on TV, mm-hmm. right? Like on late night cable or whatever. And so there was no, like, big girl porn out there. And they were like, no, this is, like, a big thing that's starting out. Showed me a couple websites. And they're all, like, either white or black girls. Yeah. There weren't any Asian girls. Right. And I said, fine, you know what? Hopefully Hollywood will come back in a couple of years. So I'll do it like a sabbatical. Yeah. Kind of like a dare. Yeah. Uh, send my pictures in. And then I called my mom. Mm-hmm. And I said, so I'm thinking about... You might you might get this because of the Asian thing. Mm-hmm. So I told my mom I wanted to get into gravure modeling, mm-hmm. which is, you know, Asian girls with big boobs. Yeah, so yeah. It's mostly like topless, soft focus, like kind of pretty. Right. And my mom was like, well, yeah, I guess that's okay. Yeah. You know, and then about like six months later, I hit her up and I said, well, so I'm thinking about maybe doing porn. And my mom had, like, she lost both her parents and like, the Second World War, and she's always been like a like a solo kid, and she married my dad. Mm-hmm. So her perception of like sexuality and her perception of just like life in general was very different from anybody I've ever met. Since. Yeah, yeah. Um, for her, it was you, your life is short, so you might as well try everything. Right. And so even like my dad's pretty conservative, um, or I thought 
both my parents were pretty conservative when I was younger. And then as you get older, you find out that they're actually kind of pervy freaks like you. Yeah, right? yeah, right. <laughs> as they get more comfortable t- talking to you. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't want to tell you when you're 12. Yeah. That, like, you know, yeah, mom tried drugs and dad used to be yeah. a playboy. Like, they don't tell you that until you're older. And uh, so my mom was the kind of mom that would go to, like, the local transvestite clubs and the gay clubs mm-hmm. in, in Tokyo. Wow. Because she was just genuinely curious about what yeah. many people tick. Mm-hmm. And because she wasn't one, she was like, but I want to go and I want to figure out why they want to be that way. Mm-hmm. And so when I told her that I wanted to try this out, she was like, well, you're in your mid-30s. You've gone to college. She's like that typical kind of like Asian mom thing. She, you've done everything we've asked you to do. And <laughs> you've never come to us for money. And you don't have any kids. You're not married. So you might as well. Yeah. You know, do it before you kind of get into that phase of your life. Right. And if you're going to do it, you might as well be as classy as possible doing it. So, like, the stuff I've done on camera is obviously not what you would, like, a lot of people would consider classy. You know, like, 18 guy gangbangs, that kind of stuff is mm. not classy. Mm. But <laughs> I don't know about that. I think it's right. great. I think sometimes. it's great. But the way that I interact with, like, my fans, mm-hmm. like, because I'm a total social media whore, so I'm on Twitter and Facebook all the time, um, and how I interact with them what one of the things I get most often from like my friends who know what I do and like but aren't in the business, they're like, Wow, you have like the most polite fans ever. Mm-hmm. And I think that says a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and a lot of it's also because I'm not 20, you know, so I'm not on Twitter saying, Oh, I'm horny. Like right. I'm kind of like, Let's talk about Star Wars. I'm like a total dorky geek. So, you know, most of the stuff I talk about has nothing to do with porn. Mm-hmm. And so when I do talk about something I've done, a lo- I get like at least 10, 15 people are like, you do what? Mm-hmm. And they have no idea up until then. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then uh, as far as my dad's concerned, like my dad, my mom was always like, okay, well, let's just tell your dad that you do modeling. Yeah. <laughs> like you're doing nude modeling. Like he'll mm-hmm. be okay with that because he used to be, he, he used to have like a subscription to Playboy and they don't show any kind of insertion in mm-hmm. those magazines. Yeah. So for the longest time, my dad was like, so how's modeling? You know, he would mm-hmm. say it that way. So you kind of knew in the back of your head, like your dad knew something. Yeah. But, like, but you'd never actually just say it. Yeah. And um, my mom passed away three years ago from breast cancer. And so up until then, like the whole time she was sick, like we got to become really good friends. Like we dropped the whole mom daughter thing and we just kind of became like yeah. buds and we mm-hmm. talked about everything mm-hmm. which is how I found out that she found out that she had tried drugs once oh that's great but she's again super curious so she had like set up like a camera and locked all the doors in her apartment and got like a glass of water and she taped herself and this is like in the 60s so mm-hmm. it was like one of those giant like beta cam cameras uh-huh while my dad was gone for the weekend uh-huh and he didn't know until he came across the tape oh wow <laughs> yeah. um but that's the kind of person she was and um, but like the relationship with my dad is something that really didn't get that developed until after she had passed because mm-hmm. it was always like, let's just take care of mom. Yeah. Um, and so now the past three years, my dad and I have gotten to become really good friends Yeah. and we've kind of dropped like the father daughter thing. Mm-hmm. And so we started talking about stuff. And then when the magazine came out, when Penthouse came out, um, I said, okay, well I have to use the porn word. Mm-hmm. You know, we've kind of been skirting, we've been talking about adult stuff. He knows that I do adult industry PR. Yeah. He knows that I work with novelty companies like sex toys and all that. Um, 
which then becomes a really interesting conversation with your father about like prostate cancer and prostate massage, which is like a weird conversation to have with your father. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you do, and you're like, was that a good conversation? <laughs> Just bizarre. Yeah. Um. So a few months ago, I actually like, came out and said, okay, so porn. Like mm-hmm. I actually brought out that word, and he was like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, it was so weird because like all these like worries and like anxiety that I had about how he would react mm-hmm. was never there to begin with and I just kind of put it on myself. Yeah. And he said, look, you know, now I'm 41. He's like, look, we, you, you're not going to be doing this forever, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it's obvious that you like what you do. Yeah. It's obvious that um, you're able to pay your bills with it. Mm-hmm. And you already have like an exit plan. Yeah. So... You haven't caught any like bizarre STDs. You haven't gotten yourself pregnant. Well, no. Well, that's like you know? in, what, what's great about porn is that everybody gets tested. Right. But so it's very safe. Have yeah. Outbreaks, that's you know? true. And, and so it's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. Um, but you kind of like have different rules for that. Like you, you only work with certain people, and you you work with people that you know. Yeah. Um, instead of just taking every job that comes your way, and and I said, okay, well, you know, we have other family members who don't know. Yeah. You know, like they, they know I'm in entertainment because I've always been in entertainment. Right. But they don't know that I'm doing stuff in front of the camera, mm-hmm. doing porny stuff. And he said, look, we've had, when your mom and I got married, I had to not necessarily disown, but stop talking to certain people in my family because they didn't like Asians. Oh, wow. So if they don't like it, F them. Yeah. You know, like well, he, good. Yeah, and I was like, Dad, you're like the coolest dad ever. Where have you been? That's really great. <laughs> That's really supportive. Yeah, because both my parents, I mean, I grew up going, wow, you guys are like the strictest parents ever. Right. You know, because my dad's military and my mom's Asian. So, oh, wow. you know, and so you grow up thinking that. And then when you are finally old enough to, for them to see you as an adult, mm-hmm. you realize, wow, you're like weird. <laughs> like That's like cool, me. though. That's yeah. really great. Yeah. Well, what I really like about your career trajectory, tra- trajectory also is that you seem to be taking a lot of control and, you know, running your own sites and like running, you know, like uh, endorsing products and like making it more of an empire. Something like, well, I, I'm friends with Tara Patrick. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Tara. And she's great. I mean, that's what her whole thing is that she just became an empire and she's like, you know, running shit. Like that's, yeah. I think, a great position for a woman to be in. I think what happens a lot, especially with girls who get into the industry, is they automatically want to be part of a clique. Yeah. Because they feel very alone, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and it's a taboo industry. So they go, okay, well, let me find like-minded people to see if maybe they can help me feel better. Mm-hmm. But the problem with porn is, and I think it's the same with a lot of kind of other entertainment industries, it's it's very ego-based. Yeah. And especially with porn because it's, it's like modeling, right? It's, it's, it's all very outside and superficial. Mm-hmm. So you get included at least in the beginning in like these communities yeah whether it's a plus size community or it's like the san francisco like queer porn community yeah or um like the feminist porn community or whatever and you find after a while that it's kind of like crabs in a bucket Mm -hmm. like they don't want anybody to get out Mm -hmm. so they just kind of keep trying to keep everybody in the same community but nobody's allowed to like right go out there yeah and i growing up being never allowed to be in a clique Mm -hmm. um it just never felt that comfortable so i've always just ended up doing stuff on my own yeah and that's good and and that's actually been more helpful Mm -hmm. because you end up having more time 
talking to uh, like a bunch of different people as opposed to like only doing the stuff that the community does. Right. Yeah. So then, um, have you done stuff like in San Francisco with the Armory at the at with Kink? No, Kink. Well, here's the thing: Kink doesn't hire plus size girls. They don't. No. And my last like. My last stage name is Shibari, so it's rope bondage. Yeah, yeah. So people have been like, well, you do rope bondage, so let you should go work in San Francisco for kink. They pay great money. Yeah. And I got asked, and my photos got sent in like three separate times by other people. Mm-hmm. And every single time, they have this like pat response, which is, uh, we love her, we know her work, we're... We think she's great, but she doesn't fit our size profile. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. That's weird, because you would think that there's such an open open and such a very broad spectrum of different kinds. I mean, it's all yeah. got sort of kink in there, yeah. but they sort of kind of go with everything. Well, so they have something called the upper floor, which is their live kind of camp. Yeah, 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 and yeah. They do allow like plus size performers in there, mm-hmm. but I don't think they get paid. I think it's all volunteer, like lifestyle people. Oh, yeah. I actually, um, I was there during, those guys are all friends of mine. So I was there up there like before that stuff went 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 on, mm-hmm. and so they were explaining to me like I've I've actually like spent the night there a bunch of times right. and like been up at those parties and um so I I think that they I I don't know if it's that lifestyle I think it's actually they but they do get paid but not not a great amount right. not like for the for the for movies the and stuff, stuff yeah. yeah like their other sites their you know girls come fly up from L A and they get paid like a couple thousand dollars but they definitely don't use plus size girls at least for the time being that's too bad but I you know I'm pretty pragmatic and yeah. I think I think part of me being older is that is, you know, if things happen, great. If they don't happen, great. You know, it's just you you celebrate the stuff that works out and the stuff that doesn't work out. You just kind of move on. There's so many things that I I um, want to ask you about porn. Like I wanted to ask, like, so you sort of got into it um, later. I, I guess you got into it probably after insects. Do you remember insects? That crazy site. They were like the most crazy yeah, bondage. It's really like terrifying. No, when I got in, like. For me, kink was always a lifestyle thing that I did in private. Uh huh. And even now, like, I don't go to like lifestyle parties or yeah. dungeon events or anything like that. Um, so when I got into porn, it was strictly just porn. Yeah. 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 That's my background is like total like lifestyle stuff. I've really dropped out of that though. To yeah. me, it's just so, I don't know, you know, like I'm married and I'm like. It's become meat markety too. It's yeah. It's become very okay, Cupid, but creepy. It's just to me, it's kind of not. Yeah, you go to like these fetish, like mem- like like message boards, and it mm-hmm. used to be where people were like, "Okay, I, I'm looking for sessions, or I'm looking for yeah. specific people." And now it really has become like, you know, can I pretend I'm going to have a session with you when actually what all I want is have sex? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm also very like I, I I'm there, there's also kind of a rigid thing like people always want me to be a top. And I'm so not. And I'm like really like I, I just can't even try. I'm like it's the worst. Weird. I I've gotten like I'm naturally submissive. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you really want me to, I'll be switchy about it. But I'm really bad at it. Like I'm, I'm so bad like, at I'll, it. I'll hit you and I'll be like, are you okay? And then that kind of ruins it. And they don't want to know. They want <laughs> so, they want they want you to not care. Yeah. And and <laughs> I I've worked with a bu- bunch of dominatrixes who wanted to train me into doing like especially because I'm Asian. They wanted me to do like race play. Oh yeah 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 top, totally. And I'm like. Meh. Yeah. You no, know, it's not really my thing. Yeah, you know, it's hard. I can't, I can't yell at you and tell you that I'm better than you just because I'm Asian and I'm smarter. Like that's race really... plays intense though. Yeah. yeah. So I ju- it's just not my thing. Yeah. I mean, I just don't even know where to start with like race play. It's so for me, it's very complicated. Like it's like yeah. so many things, and it's, and it's also really 
complicated as far as like it's kind of like cosplay it's like so much the costuming so many things you got to remember you got to carry a lot of stuff from the car yeah so i'd much rather do lifestyle (laughs) stuff at home yeah yeah i mean it's you know it's we're like lazy dominatrix well the only reason that i used to go to this one sex party is they really really good chili it was like well they had really good chili and really good um like chocolate chip cookies Yeah, see? Like, we don't go necessarily <laughs> no, for No, we're like, not going for the sex. We're going yeah. for the food. I would go <laughs> like, for the food. Like, yeah. it, I thought it was really like good. The little bar, like the little snack bar. Yeah, it was really delicious. Yeah. Can you just get them to cater? They should just cater it. <laughs> like, I, right. I, can't, I can't do this anymore, but I just want the food. But then the, one time I went to this... Do they deliver? <laughs> they should deliver. I went to a BDSM Thanksgiving, and it was really funny oh, because... A BDSM Thanksgiving? <laughs> yeah. They really stuffed the bird. Yeah, right? <laughs> but they made... This guy, this guy they, they, he made... Um, this cold Thai beef salad, and it was really delicious. But then, you know, uh, we we were just thinking, oh my god, you know that he probably made it in the kitchen naked, and then you just I don't know why that made you not want to eat it. <laughs> it it's kind of like what? Where were his hands before he touched? The not food sure. Was yeah. his penis anywhere near the bowl? Yeah, it's, it's, it gets it gets weird. It gets yeah. weird when it's like um, Thanksgiving, BDSM yeah. Thanksgiving, and with, and with porn, it's a little different, different because most people in porn like they don't eat. Yeah, you know, cause yeah. they gotta make, they gotta be naked and they gotta be on camera. So there's like right. a certain, like you know, there's a lot of it's kind of like ballerinas. There's a lot of like smoking and coffee. That's right. There's a lot of like yeah, body Im- weird body image kind of stuff happening there. Which is funny when you go to like a plus size porn shoot for like mainstream company that doesn't usually do plus size porn, but they want to like try it for the yeah. first time. All of a sudden, there's food and they're like, "We brought all this fruit <laughs> and there's like a cake," and I'm like. I can't eat that and then have sex. I'd just be yeah. too tired. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Um, are there pe- uh, there's people that like you like to work with or people that you would like to work with in the future. Like um, people uh, like what, what is it? It's like when you're in, a, in the plus size category, like is the male people, the male stars are um, still just the, 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 do they have plus size males too? Or is it just? No, it really is mostly like when they say plus size porn, it's, it's like 99% women mm-hmm. there's like a couple of kind of amateur sites out there that have plus size guys yeah or they're but but for plus size male porn it's mostly gay porn it's mostly like right porn. Oh, right yeah, yeah. yeah nobody's, like, nobody's yeah. gonna pay for that right for for big dudes for big you can dudes see that everywhere well there's um no i mean just regular regular dudes well i've done it's it's kind of funny i've done kind of like fan bangs mm-hmm. um more that's like, interesting like a publicity yeah. kind of thing um and we had a whole bunch of like chubby dudes show up with normal sized penises, which is, which was fun, you know, because like nothing hurts. That's good. <laughs> yeah, because that's good. Yeah, I and it's, and, it's, and I'm one of those people. Like a lot of porn stars, kind of go when they're interviewed, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I love giant cocks." You know, <laughs> the, the bigger the better. I'm a size queen, and and I'm kind of like, no, no, regular size penis at home. I know that's that's a performance art piece. Like I'll go on camera and I'll like perform. But that's not necessarily what I want at home. Because, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, like, things hurt. Things you know, totally hurt. Like, your service gets bruised. I know, and yeah. You have sex for two days. And it's kind of like, huh. It's just very, I mean, it's just too much. It's too much. Yeah. It's too much. I think all that size stuff is overrated, like, penis size stuff. It's so overrated. It's really more, I think for me, it's just about chemistry with a person. Yeah. And then, you know, it's never, it's never as simple as something like size. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, I've been very vocal about how like porn sex is not the same as real sex. Right. You know, and like porn sex really is kind of an exaggerated, you know, like you'd never, I don't know, it, it, like the Hollywood version that I always give is like, I'd never go up to Angelina Jolie and ask her to go like treasure hunting with me. 
Yeah. You know, I'd never ask like Daniel Craig to go like shoot a guy, you know, and be a spy for me. Like I would never right. do that. So I would never, but we, but it's kind of different with porn stars. Like we get asked all the time if we put out, mm-hmm. if we're just like super sluts. And most of us aren't. No, most no. Of us are super dorky at home. Yeah. You know, and we're just technically like performance artists. Well, it's a job. I yeah. mean, it's a performance artist and it's a kind of like, I mean, it, it can be a grind or in a way, you know, in the same way that any grind. other. Yeah. <laughs> Grind. Yeah. Um, it's the same thing. Like, um, but it, it's, it's, uh, encouraging for me because I feel like you give a lot of women excitement and sexuality where they have never been able to have that before. Right. You know, you give representation on a world where we feel very invisible. Yeah. My fan base is actually kind of interesting because, um, you know, the traditional porn star fan base are dudes. Yeah. You know, and they're all very kind of like, huh, I jerked off to you today. You know, kind of <laughs> and, and most of my fan base are, they're obviously men. Uh-huh. You know, um, but also couples and especially women, mm-hmm. you know, who are like, wow, now I get to, and this is my favorite part is where they go, you know, I used to catch my boyfriend or my husband watching porn, mm-hmm. but I never got invited. And when I got invited, I'd feel weird because like the girl on the can- on the screen was like not didn't look anything like me. Yeah. But now that there's plus size porn and like I, the family Augie is obviously specifically about me, but just plus size porn in general, they're like, wow, now I can watch porn with my guy. Yeah. Or with my girlfriend. That's great. Yeah. And like now I get to see like people my size having sex and being super pervy and, mm-hmm. and, and, and having a good time. And so now I can have sex mm-hmm. with the lights on. Or yeah. With all my clothes off. I don't have to wear a t-shirt. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a, it's in a, but it's a powerful thing to be able to see an image of yourself that you can identify with. Like for me, yeah. it's like, oh my God, it's like me. And then you, you know, you give people a lot of um, self-esteem and freedom and joy. And you in know? my case, it's specifically Asian because, you know, there's, there's plenty of white girls and black girls and Latinas who are out there who are plus size that do mm-hmm. plus size porn. And every now and then you'll get like um, a Filipino girl or a Thai girl who comes in, uh, especially in the States, who does plus size stuff, but their body isn't built the same like yeah kind of barrel shaped mm-hmm. um because just traditionally like genetically we're not very like top heavy we don't really have big butts and um and i get mine because i'm half irish mm-hmm. so like the asian mm-hmm. is up here and then like my, <laughs> my ass, that's like oh my grandmother on my dad's side so um but yeah so like there's no like constant asian plus size porn yeah there, unless you go to japan right there's plenty of like chubby porn in japan yeah um but because of that, a lot of my fan base are like Asian chubby girls. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I love that. Well, I am a big fan, and I think well, we're we're gonna do a shoot together. Um, we're gonna figure this out with yes. Mary. We're gonna do. Twinsies. We're gonna be evil twinsies. It's gonna be so amazing. <laughs> I think it's gonna be so much fun. I think it'll be really really fun. And I just I'm so grateful that you came on. And thanks so much for for doing this. And thanks for much so much for my magazine yes. for my uh, penthouse There's forum a great interview in there. But obviously the rest of the stories are like your typical kind of I can't believe it happened to me kind of jerk off stories. I love it. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean I love you're love on the it. cover of of this uh, current one, right? Yeah, this is. Um, um, in, on the newsstands until actually Tuesday until June 2nd it's oh a June great issue but they kind of like put it out the month before yeah right yeah right, right. Um, what's awesome but it's still a people can still find it probably I'm sure it's weird I haven't even seen an actual magazine in such a long I know, time right? it's, yeah it's it, so cool uh, everybody's actually buying the digital downloads Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. So that's because that's always going to be available soon. So, oh, yeah. Cause, so can you give the information of where people can get the digital downloads? Yeah, they can actually go to penthouse for, uh, penthouse.com, actually, instead of Penthouse Forum. Um, there's a bunch. If you actually Google Penthouse June 2014 issue, there's like 20 different sites to sell the digital issue. Okay. Um, and then I have, I don't, there's some retail stores that probably will still have 
like hard copies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have, I think I have like a dozen copies at home that you can get from kellyshabari.xxx.com where I sign them and I send them out. Oh, great. Yeah. That's great. So that's your website, kellyshabari.xxx.com? Yeah. yeah, it's a free site. It just has like, you know, DVDs I've been in and appearances that I'm making and places like that. Oh, great. And then, more information. and then you're on Facebook at Kelly Shabari. Yep. And then you're also on Twitter yep, at, Kelly at Kelly Shabari. Or you're on Instagram too, right? I am, but I don't use it as much as I I don't should. either. And my Tumblr. like I, I don't, don't use my Instagram yeah, hardly I at really all. I am just a Twitter and Facebook whore. Well, they can find you on there. You can, um, you know, the people should be looking because, you know, you're beautiful and I'm so grateful that you came on. Well, I'm so glad to meet Thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad to meet you. And you can um, you can tweet me at Margaret Show. Where can they tweet you? At Jimmy Shelter. You can tweet both of us at Monsters of Talk. We are every Monday on iTunes and SoundCloud.com. Um, you can subscribe on iTunes and you should leave us a review. Uh, the YouTube channel. We have the YouTube channel with some cool videos. YouTube.com slash Monsters of Talk. And there's lots of great stuff coming up. But thank you so much, Kelly Shibari. Thanks for having me here. Thank you. And look for, looking forward to our Evil Twinsies shoot. Uh, yes. We'll post that very soon. Absolutely. Thank you.